one of our most read stories on the Bloomberg today. Robots are coming for these Wall Street jobs. Let's talk about this with Vasant Dar, professor of information systems at NYU Stern School of Business. He's a data scientist whose research addresses the question, when do computers make better decisions than humans? So he's the perfect person to talk about. He's also done uh, or taught, I should say, courses on fintech and data science and trading strategies in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. So when do robots take over Wall Street or are they kind of already? Well, I think taking over is uh, is, is a little strong. Um, I think robots are definitely making inroads into Wall Street in a number of areas, uh, but they're not going to take over Wall Street anytime soon. Uh, you know, the advantages that robots have is that they can learn from data. Right. So wherever you have lots of data available, those are the sort of obvious places um, where you know robots can make inroads, and that's what we've seen happening. Well, Wall Street has a lot of data, though. They have a lot of data. <laughs> they, they do have a lot of data. Um, but not everything is automatable, right? Um, you know, you still need to uh, check things. You need to make sure that the machine's working right. So, um, you know, what, what technology really does is it changes the nature of work, right? So while it may actually displace jobs, uh, and, and those jobs are probably like very routine things where people are checking stuff and signing off on stuff, right? So those kinds of things will get uh, replaced as processes become more efficient, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but there's, uh, you know, what well, they'll be replaced by people who are sort of higher skill and they'll have, you know, the higher expectations of people like that. Uh, so it changes the nature of jobs. It sort of upskills people. It requires you to do more because machines are now doing more for you, right? So like previous waves of technology that made people more productive, right. uh, these technologies will also make people more productive. They'll, re- they, you know, people will be sort of required to work with information uh, much more than they used to. Let me let me just drill down a little bit because though, does it require though? Okay, higher skilled workers to work along, but maybe fewer of them. And I just think about you look at a factory, I've been in several factories, where it probably used to be manned by several people. And now it's got one supervisor watching over a lot of um, robots handling all of the work. Sure. So there are certain types of problems where that will happen more than others, right? mm-hmm. where, there's, where there's less need for people who were doing uh, routine stuff like like you know responding to clients and giving them prices and stuff like that. That's what used to be in the old days, right? So all those jobs are gone, but um, people will be required to do other things. So for example, if uh, you know th- there's you know people talk about Goldman's, you know 600 people being replaced by two traders and all of that, but it's not like uh, you know Goldman's uh, trading desk is suddenly manned by robots. There's still people doing stuff. They're just doing different stuff. Like our, our story here on the Bloomberg, robots are coming for these Wall Street jobs. And they take a look at, for example, the sell side, uh, credit side. They say the art of dealing in bonds and more bespoke types of credit has proven far more challenging for computers than their much faster takeover of stock exchanges. Infrequent or opaque trading left humans to negotiate prices, and banks must carefully juggle holdings to minimize the burden on balance sheets. So there are areas that may, that have some nuances and intricacies that are going to require human involvement. Well, actually, you know, that's a great example of what I was talking about earlier, where the kinds of things that are automatable in principle are ones where you have lots of data, right? Right. So exchange-traded instruments, you know, lots of data about them, you know, whereas when you get to these OTC kinds of situations and, you know, where you have to configure a product for a client uh, and these things are not exchange-traded, 
uh, there's a lot more human work involved and you don't actually have enough data uh, oftentimes to be able to automate this kind of thing. So uh, it, re it really depends, right? So that's a classic example of where you'll, you know, where you're likely to need humans to like structure deals together. But these humans will be more savvy, right? They'll be more tech savvy. Right. Because, you know, previously they may have like maybe read a report, um, you know, and, and and do stuff for a client, whereas now they'll have a lot of data, they'll have a lot of analytics, so, they'll be required to do more in order to put that deal together. So let's play a game here a little bit. So let me throw some things out at you. So trading floors, okay, often have an awful lot of people on them, although I think it's been reduced a little bit. So will trading floors go away? Well, trading floors have largely gone away already, right? Or they've yeah, shrunk dramatically because... Look at the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> right, exactly, right? That's sort of more like a media place now than yeah. a real trading floor. So... Yeah, sure. So that's already happened. But but remember, that's because a lot of the people on the trading floors uh, were doing pretty routine stuff. Right. Right? Like answering phone calls or responding to clients or giving people prices on something. Right? Those are like routine kinds of things. Those have gone away. Right? So the people who are there now are doing different things. Right? So a client calls and says, hey, you know, my algo trade didn't, you know, why did I get these crappy prices on my trades like tell me what happened right uh, you know that's i'm, I'm executing algorithmically and and that's a different level of skill that you need to respond to right you need to be able to right. sort of go into a database right pull out data you know and then respond to a client and say hey you know i looked at the data and here's what's going on right so it, that's what i mean by it upskills the job it elevates the job what about investment banking where relationships and, and so on could you have do you already have algorithms looking at you know, merging companies on a financial basis and what it means. Can so that's they... a, yeah, so that's an interesting question, right? So you can you can think of, if you think of the work involved in, let's say, IPOs and, you know, doing that, mm -hmm. all of that research, there's a lot of grunt work involved, right? Yeah. I mean, people work like 20-hour days and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and, and they're doing grunt work, right? They're doing a lot of that grunt work. A lot of that stuff will get replaced or augmented by machines, right? But... You know, for the most part, I think you'll still need humans to talk to the clients, to, you know, feel out the market. There's, there's sort of some inherently human things that are involved in IPOs. So, it'll, again, it'll change the nature of the job in that you've got the machine doing a lot of the heavy lifting. It's doing a lot of it's reading a bunch of documents automatically. It's ingesting stuff from the Web. It's processing but unstructured that, data. Let me jump in for a second. Like, will we have machines do we already have machines that are coming up with interesting investment ideas or mechanisms like could potentially a, a you know a robot in the future or a machine come up with through artificial intelligence and machine learning come up with you know the equivalent of a credit default swap you know the virgin i don't know in 50 years like could they come up with devices so, or, or no yeah sure so and it you just know, got about Sure. Yeah, sure. No, you seconds. know, I've been doing this thing for a long time. And one of the things I started, you know, I started my career on Wall Street 20 years ago, my trading career. And I have a machine that basically learns how to build its own strategies and trades them. Yeah. Right. So in principle, we already have machines that are capable of doing that. Right. But it's going to be a while before these machines become sort of more widely available to the general public. Right. So these are just offered to qualified investors. And so it's a very niche kind of market at the moment. But in principle, sure. You know, as long as there's lots of data to learn from, machines can, in principle, come up with their strategy automatically and trade it. I'm only going to give you 20 seconds. Is this a good thing? Um, more, more 
machine well, being involved? Well, I think so, because the research shows that humans tend to be very poor traders. Right? <laughs> that emotional so, thing that gets involved. That emotional thing, right? So, so we tend to Our do greed. a pretty poor job of that. <laughs> so there's certain parts of that investment landscape where machines actually do better. Great discussion, and I hope we can continue it in the future. Vasant Dar, Professor of Information Systems at the NYU Stern School of Business in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City.